Rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs Mosul top is a celebration, bitches Naheim to keep a player. We're going to keep it kosher every time, all the time. It's me and Terry again. You know, Dodd's doing his thing. He'll be back soon. He's good. He's damn near. He's a guest now. When he comes, he's the fucking guest member. He's he's the he's he, the invisible. He runs our social. He's the invisible hand. He's like the, the, the black the black hand. He runs our social at this point. Yes, he's our social. Shout out member. to my man, Dodd. Yes, we, we miss you in, the, in spirit. In good the, man, the good God. Uh, excuse me. How you doing, Doc? I'm about to call you Doc. How you doing, Terry? I'm blessed. Um, life is good, you know. Mm-hmm. Taking it one day at a time and trying to elevate. You know, I'm good. How are you doing, Chris? I'm good. I'm safe. You're safe. Yes. Um, I'm happy. I'm another week. What are you happy about? I'm happy that I'm alive. I'm happy that I am generating income somewhere. (laughs) You're happy that you have a job? Well, you know, I'm generating income in other parts. Okay, so you're happy that you're generating income outside of your job. Okay. I'm I'm happy that, you know, um, I'm reading a lot more than I used to. That is that is big. I I need to read more. I need to. You know, on my lunch break, instead of staying at the job, we have a Barnes and Nobles by my 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 place of employment, so we um so I I went up a membership and I I go there every lunch break and just read for an hour. What about eating? I don't eat. You don't eat during lunch. No, I fast during I fast. Oh, so you've been fasting? Yeah, I'm fasting during the day. Okay, I like that. And I've been reading during lunchtime. I like that energy. You know what I'm saying? I eat breakfast and I eat dinner. And uh, I eat breakfast around like eight o'clock, you know, eight thirty, and then I fast throughout the day, and I eat around around, you know, eight thirty nine. Okay, so you know, so he's during, reading, he's he's learning the five agreements, and he's. I actually read Rich Dad Poor Dad. You and, read Rich Dad Poor Dad? Yeah, I did. It, that that book really invigorated my sense of um, investing, mm-hmm. and um, if you guys are listening now. You know, the stock market is down when there's a down in the yes, market. Yes, because of the coronavirus. There, there. There's a scare in the coronavirus, but it's it's positive That means right stock now. prices are falling, so you can get in lower. Get in low. Get in low. Because the American market, regardless of what it is, it will go back up. Mm-hmm. It's scary right now. You see, you see. Because markets. businesses are losing money because they're not operating at whatever. Because the coronavirus thing. 
th- people are not spending a lot of money. They're yes. not traveling. They're not buying. They're they're concerned. Yeah. And the market reflects that. So you okay? So it's time to get in right now. Time to get in. It's a good time in, to get in. If you want to invest in something, invest now, and um, you you'll see, especially in the American market, the U.S. market, it goes down, but it will come back up. Mm-hmm. So you just have to like investing is one of those things where you just have to stay true to the core stay you know in our in our in our logo stay true to yourself stay true to the code mm-hmm. you gotta stay true to the code and just know that you know if you believe in american market it'll come up word word you word. know what i'm saying you will lose money you might lose some money or something like that but if you continue to have faith and just stay down this is a great time to invest you know Prices are low, stocks uh, stocks are stocks are low, and um, you can come up. And you know when the boom happens again, okay. it's gonna happen again. So you got this some rich dad poor dad. Well, I didn't get it from rich dad poor dad. It just reinvigorated my mm-hmm. my sense. You know of what creating. book is on? My, I have a few books on my list. Yeah, yeah, it just reinvigorated my sense of like, okay, well, I need to get back into this shit. That's mm-hmm. really what it did. What books are you reading? So, Dr. Claude Anderson. Mm-hmm. He was actually on The Breakfast Club. That's where I kind of got some of his... Um, let me give you some of the books that he has. But um, before that, uh, Behold, a, Behold a White Horse, Pale White Horse. I heard that book. I heard Psychic that book was like taken out of the prisons because it was like too... Yeah, it's very. Woke. It's a controversial book. Then we had so uh, that is definitely on my reading list. Uh, Powernomics by Claude Anderson. Black Labor, White Wealth. Um, a Black History Reader. The Dirty Little Secrets. Mm-hmm. A Black uh, about Black history heroes and other troublemakers. More Dirty Little Secrets. To Claude Anderson. You know, uh, a couple books that I'm trying to read because I've been realizing more than anything now that um, you gotta keep feeding your brain, man, and. We don't know it all. Mm-hmm. We might we might have a lot of theories on a lot of things, but you got we got to continue to read and learn because there's a lot of shit out there that we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you just got to continue. And I think and reading is the best way, man, because there are people that study things study things their whole life and they put them in books for us to learn, like research shit for 12 years or fucking 20 years, and they and they all the stuff that they learn they put in these books and. It only take a couple, two, a few weeks for you to get through it. You know what I'm saying? And get that knowledge and feed your brain. It really reading during um, our lunch break for that that hour or so. It really has given me like a lot of like perspective. Like it it calms me Mm -hmm. a a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like I haven't read this uh, this much on a daily basis since like high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate, like, you know, that's an art of reading. It's like it's like a lost art. So, you know, I'm, I'm liking that you're reading a lot. Oh, yeah. It's Behold a Pale Horse by Milton William Cooper. Yeah. Behold a Pale Horse. Yeah, I just, you know, like, I just stopped reading a lot. Excuse me. And um, I, I appreciate my time, the hour or so. I think I might adopt and it, I'm at peace. especially during I'm at lunch. Peace. Because, bro, I get what I do during my lunch break is I usually get on Twitter, and eat my bullshit, lunch, I bullshit. bullshit. Like, I feel like I waste that. Because, you know, because I'm working throughout the day, but that is a good time to focus because at the end of the day, I'm often tired from the day. And all I want to do is kind of eat, cook my dinner, which is 
something I don't enjoy doing. But cook and then, um, you know what I'm saying, maybe lay down for a little bit, then try to get my workout in, then try to write, then try, you know what I'm saying? So finding, taking taking my time back from myself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Using it productively and not just yeah, zoning out on the phone or zoning out, in front of the, zoning out in front of the TV and shit, you know? That's what I've been doing. Like, I used to go on my lunch break, eat lunch, be on my phone while I'm eating lunch. Mm-hmm. And then, in that regard, get back in front looking, of the computer at, and get bullshit. Looking at bitches. Yeah. And not me, buddy. You know. Okay, well, not you, but I'll be looking <laughs> at bitches or just fucking scrolling and scrolling, laughing. Oh, YouTube YouTube videos, bro. That's what I really used to do. I'll find a... But see, I found... <laughs> but YouTube videos, I, I definitely find uh, some interesting, like, interviews or, like, Documentaries yeah. to watch. That's what. So it's not all like, was like empty calories that I was yeah. consuming, like empty shit. But it's like most of it, it would be like bullshit. So you know, it might be a fashion blog or like an art architectural digest video. Someone giving a tour of their home or they style their closet or some shit. You know what I'm saying? But reading is something that I need that I really want to get into. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's about I think why I picked up reading. Was one because I was intermittenting, intermittently, intermittently, intermittenting. I don't fucking know. Fasting, right? You was fasting, yeah. Nigga. <laughs> so like, I didn't want to be around smells of food. And there's a um, bars. Excuse me. There's a bars and nobles by my my workplace where I could go away. And. Get away from the smell of food, which wouldn't, you know, yeah. bring back the the taste of you know it's the crazy. There's so the microwave cool. is right in my area, the microwave. So when people so come with their food, I'm like, mm, what you got? And be getting you ready to eat. Yeah. So that's the reason why I went to Bars and Nobles. It was just a place to get away originally. Mm-hmm. But then I still like, well, I'm here. I might as well start reading, and that um, kind of brought back my interest of reading and now I enjoy it like I enjoy you know you know what I even do I, I subscribe to a playlist of reading music which is like Beethoven-esque you know piano music. oh so you know, you're jazz. you're really trying to like so when that travel during, places during an hour I'm like not even like supposed to be I'm listening to piano I'm reading it's a it's a good way of stimulating, stimulating. your mind yeah and it's a good way of just you know, for a nine to five, you've been talking to people, you've been dealing with shit for four hours, and you got four more hours to deal with some shit. It's a good way of just getting, um, getting away. So that's my, that's my uh, copy day. You know, coping mechanism. I like that, man, and um, I like that. I really like that. So um, I'm just gonna go into my keep. I'm just gonna keep it funky real quick, and um. It's not as serious as what Chris was talking about, even though he's... That wasn't my keeper funky. I know that was your keeper yeah. funky. I'm just saying he's not as serious as we're talking about. Um, blue cheese goes on wing. Blue cheese goes on wing. It's fire. And I also, told you. And boy, also... Tired of shit because I've been telling y'all niggas that shit. Blue cheese, blue cheese gang, that shit is and, fire. And pineapples goes on It pizza. does. And pineapples go on... Like, this is not controversial. It's I don't know why it's not popular. Like... Pineapple on pizza is is a, is a very simple combination. We do it all the time. Sweet and salty, sweet with salty. 
It's a contrast of flavors. It, it pops in your mouth. Pause. <laughs> Big pause. And um, it just it's 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 a I like that blend. Like you even do it with like uh, M and M's has it. Like you have the peanuts with the chocolate. Or trail mix. They'll have the the the, yes, the cranberries with the with the with the motherfucking M and M's or the or the the pause the almond the the almonds with the with the chocolate. Bro, it's sweet and salty is a tried and true. You know what I'm saying combination and blue cheese is it's, it's, it breaks up the monotony of the wings or whatever you eat. Yes, like now, I'm not saying ranch is not is not the shit. I love ranch. I put ranch on my pizza. Mm. I put ranch on a lot of things. I put ranch on my sandwiches. I put ranch on on a lot of things. But blue cheese hits, bro. Fire. And I even enjoy a crumble like a, a not a not a not a liquid blue cheese, but even a crumbly yes, blue sir. cheese. Yes, sir. I'm saying I put that on my salads. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying and. And I'll get both sometimes, and and I just I, I said this, and I got a little backlash on Twitter, like someone like if you put blue cheese on your wing, you're a terrorist. If you put pineapple on your pizza, you're a psycho. No, pineapple on pizza, and it, it's, even though I don't eat ham no more, but that ham and pineapple pizza, bro, that, that pepperoni and pineapple is fire, boy. That joint is that's gonna hit for everything, bro. Like that's really out like, of the park. That's out of the park. It's 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 a it's a tell. Into your taste buds. Yeah, you're basic. Yes. If you just only eat ranch and you don't like, you're basic, bro. Like you're it's basic. Oh, I love a chicken and pineapple. Give me some some grilled chicken and pineapple on pizza. Mm-hmm. Shit, pineapple. I'm, like I, I'll be a fat I, boy. I subscribed to that pineapple hate for a little bit, but then I was at some type of a party with uh you know people older than me, and they ordered a pizza mm-hmm. with pineapple and pepperoni. Yes. I was drunk, mm. but I tasted it. I ate it. I was like, that shit was fire. Because then you get pause the juice from the pineapple, and then also little juice with little pineapple juice with some grease, mm. and a little salt from the pepperoni or the chicken yes, or the sir. shit. You could fuck up the world. Yes, man. sir. I thought that shit was fire. So I, I tried just, it again sober, and it still was yes, fire. I want you guys to understand. So all and you blue people, cheese is fire too, blue boy. Blue cheese is fire. A little chunky. Let let the blue cheese be liquidy, but a little chunky too. Yes. Have a little lumps in it. And that's the thing about blue cheese is you don't get from ranch. Ranch is old, like ranch is hip and realness. Yes. If you get some trash ranch, that is some trash ranch. It it's, it's harder to miss on blue cheese than it yes. is on ranch. Cause yes. nigga, you might get some liquidy shit. Pause. I like I like the the more thicker consistency ranch. You know what I'm saying? More viscous. You know that uh. If I shake it, it, it move like a little, like some booty meat, mm-hmm. as opposed to moving like a, a bottle of water. Or yes, a, sir. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm a connoisseur when it comes to ranch. Don't get me wrong, but blue cheese hits for a lot. You know what I'm saying? I just want to get that off my chest and all you crazy people out there, you know what I'm saying? Get on get on board or get left. You know what I'm saying? As a, as a 29, 30-year-old, I'm just not Are you going to be 30 this year? You'll be- I'll be 30 this year. <gasps> Oh my God. We gotta we gotta plan my thirty my thirty year old. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna be twenty nine on the 29th, So I'm planning. Oh, some, that's a big that's a big. I'm deal gonna too. plan. 29, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna do now. We gotta turn the city up. Yeah, it's gonna I'm be BF. something very uh, off the beaten path, yes, and, but not like too too out there. But I, I don't want to just do the regular go out and drink type thing. You know what I'm saying? It might be like an activity. Nice like dinner. Yeah, I mean, of course you gotta eat. You know, food is gonna, food and liquor is gonna be involved, but it's just gonna be. A, I'm trying to do it a little different, so I'll be 29 from the 29, mm. 29 on 29. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's all I got. Yeah, I, I respect that. You know, I'm glad that you're stepping into this this light, and I'm glad you're you're getting onto this ledge 
Because, uh, you know, a lot of people like to shame blue cheese eaters. They like to shame pineapple on pizza eaters. But it's, I'm, a, I'm a nigga that I'm going to stand in my truth. And I like, I'm just going to rather say, you know what? You're not grown yet. That's what I'm going to say now when people are like, hey, blue cheese on wings is fire. It's not good. A blue cheese on a, on a, on a, on a, on a hot wing? Bruh. On a hot wing? Come on. Come on, my guy. Listen, you That's a fire flame. It's, it's quite tasty if I do say something myself. Quite tasty. Okay, you don't have to make the sound effects. But uh, for sure, I just had to say that because I got backlash on Twitter. Like people was talking shit. I just, I rather just let. let but no, know. but I would say I did get love. I did get people like, yes, sir. That's a fact. But it was definitely uh, equally enough for other people talking mm-hmm. about nigga. What you talking about, nigga? That don't even. So matter. as uh, as we're standing on ledges this episode, I want to give a salute, and I tweeted this, but I want to give a salute to the men. And the women, the brave men and women. The brave men and women. That are willing to get on camera. And twerk? And let the... Bra- <laughs> True. But, uh, <laughs> brave men and women that are willing to get on camera, getting their man weave and their their weave. Put did you say install. that in the group chat? Or no, did you I put say it, that? I tweeted it. I tweeted it. Because okay. I saw a video, a nigga looked right into the camera <laughs> while he was getting his man weave installed. So, what Chris is referring to is there is a trend among men. They're getting, well, toupees are as old as time. Yes. But these are advanced toupees that are glued and also bar, the barber will cut it like he's cutting your regular hair. So, he will glue the hair piece yes. on top of your head with some with some hair glue mm-hmm. and then he will take then he or she will take the clippers and begin to cut you like you're getting a regular cut mm-hmm. and um chris is referring to some men when they because obviously the barbers and the hairstylists are um doing tutorials on how to install these things and to cut or them or to put them put them on or to put other people on and they will demonstrate on a on a on a subject and chris saying these subjects will look directly into the camera mm-hmm. and with no with no mask, no, they'll show their bare face. Yes, that they were like, getting a for women, for women, it's been done before, but for men, this is a new territory. Especially as you know, when they're getting back into the game, they're bald or their shit is fucked up. Yeah, normally it's just tragic on this. Yes. It's tragic on top of it. Yeah. So now you're you're going on 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 camera. To let people know that your two your your, your top ain't right. your top drop your top drop your top got dropped and it and came off the car <laughs> and it came off the car. <laughs> yeah. So I want to salute because it's brave. It's brave. It is very brave. Because you're to, about to go into these streets to bear your face in those videos. Because you know we um, in our group chat we we clown somebody for just popping up with dreads <laughs> when you were the ball. <laughs> To go from zero for go to go, go zero from, to hundred. Go to so zero now you went to zero to hundred and you was on camera going from, zero from, to hundred. From zero to hero. <laughs> this but you was on camera going zero but see, to hero. I will even say this because women even I noticed even women it's when okay they get there. No, but you're okay. But even some of these women they'll cover their face. You seen them do the hands? They'll go like this. I know, I know. They'll go like this. Maybe it's because they don't have makeup on, or they'll look down at the ground and they won't make eye contact with the camera while the girls installing sure. their unit or. Sure. Threading they whatever, but these dudes in a lot of these videos just be chilling in the chair, getting spun around, bald, and then next thing you know they putting glue on their head and taping, and they look like I want to give them a salute 
because it's a different type of strength. I want to give to walk him. out confidently with that thing on your head. Yeah, I mean, just, no, you're gonna get that confidence by walking out with that. But it's a different type of strength of going on camera <sighs> and during the process of you doing that, of you doing that, and being okay with you being put onto the uh, social media atmosphere. Knowing that you got a a new hairpiece. That's tough. Because at least when women, you know, if they get their ass done, they're off social media. But see, like I kind of appreciate... Yes, there you go. Continue down there. Social media, they're off off social media for a good three, four weeks. And pop up with new booty. Excuse me. When these, these guys... They're showing themselves immediately going through this process. Yes, it's like you're 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 pulling down a curtain, and you're not, and you're you're. That's why I said they're brave. The brave souls. Brave. You're showing. You know how they show you give so much love to white women when they do something. It's not really semi heroic. It's not even brave. Yeah, like she gave her sandwich to the homeless person. Yeah. It's not even semi heroic. But like, I but I like the veil. I like the curtain. You know what I'm saying? Go behind the curtain, no with no with no ass or no hair. Yes, sir. Then come out with hair and have people guess it. Mm-hmm. But then we're gonna be guessing. <laughs> but yeah, the plastic surgery thing is very similar to that because most group they be like, oh, I just I I worked. No, you didn't work out. You went to. Oh, we know you didn't. You work went out. to plastic surgeon and, and plastic surgery is pretty booming in Richmond. I found out like there's a pretty big market for plastic surgeons. I but, didn't know that. I didn't know that either. But it come, turns out one of the one of the clients that um. One of my customer, my company's clients, is a really large. I didn't know for. I've been working for there for years. I didn't know that it was a. I didn't know it was a cosmetic surgery doctor. I thought it was just a regular doctor. Uh-huh. He's just what happened. He does cosmetic surgery. Uh-huh. So um, yeah, man. Shout out to bro. Shout out to you going bald and coming out bold. Have you thought about that? Were you going bald? Getting a new piece. <laughs> a new hair piece. Yeah. Um. That, like my hair is not what it used to be. It's not. I'm not. 19, I don't got the 19 year old Terry hairline, but um, I'll just go. I'll go out like a champ. I'll go out like Kobe. You're not you know gonna get a new piece. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put no rug on my head and walk around here like that's mine. Nah. It's like it's like, <laughs> nah, it's, like it's like wearing butt pads or like <laughs> putting lifts in your shoes or something, bro. Like just be who you are, bro. If you bald, keep that joint clean. Grow a beard, and if you can't grow a beard, just be bald and get in shape. You could compensate in other areas for your hairline. You lose your hair, get some muscles. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You lose your hair, get a tan. You know what I'm saying? Go on a diet, drop some weight, get get a better job, get a nicer car. Okay. Get a bigger house. Sure. You no one will care that you're bald. Mm-hmm. No no one will really care. But if you you bald look, niggas to see. Paul niggas, look at Jordan, Michael Jordan, fucking Vince Carter, not not just basketball players. Uh, see, you look crazy like Tiger Woods. He need to let that thing go. You ever seen Tiger Woods take his hat off? Mm-hmm. He's holding on. You know what I'm saying? You look crazy when you hold on. Or you go low. Cause go low, go shout, bow out gracefully. Shout, shout out to my man Kobe, man. He went low. Kobe is one of the best that ever did it and get away it with it. It was real. Low. He had a half, not even a one. Listen, you he keep had a half. when that thing start going back. You start going down and you keep it low and you try to maintain the front as much as you can. But then when it, when the top drop and you, you're still missing, 
You gotta just call it quits, man. Like fuck it, fuck you, mean, bro. You out here painting your shit on and just gluing shit on. That's too much. What if some? What if you get in a fight? Somebody snatched that shit. <laughs> like you're embarrassed, and you got you could win the fight, but you still embarrassed, nigga. Hey, like, nigga, snatch your wig off. Hey, sound weak. Sound like son. If a nigga snatch your wig off, yeah. hey, it's over for you in these streets. You're, you're double. You know there's a camera out, and you know you're getting caught on camera, like for sure. So I'm just I saying, seen that yet, but like, undo embarrassment. You're putting, I am geet. I still remember wilding out. It was a scene where they snatched. I think they set it up, but the dude, he, I think it was, it wasn't DC Young Fly. It was DC. He snatched the nigga Joan off his head. Nigga had a kid and play high top. Nigga snatched the shit off his head. And I'm like, yo, bro, niggas are really walking around with this shit on like it's. A thing. nigga snatch your wig off. It's over for you. Yeah, bro. Even if you win the fight, it's like I said, yeah, you just you, you can't you can't go back to that spot no more. <laughs> like where wherever the incident occurred, nigga, you're banned. Even if you you might as well fight. you might as well ban yourself from that establishment. Even if you win the fight, it's over for you in the streets. Shit, don't let the video go viral. Nigga, snatched off your wig top. Yeah, bro. Like men, I don't. Men have a lot of pro- like. I enjoy. I like my hair. I enjoy having hair. I think. Yeah. It, I think it fits me. You know what I'm saying. But if it were to betray me, I'm gonna let it go. You know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna ride for nothing that's not riding for me. Mm-hmm. I'm saying. It's code. It's the code. It's part of the code. You gotta have a code, man. What if you wanted dreads, though? <laughs> if I can't grow them, then what do you mean? <laughs> what if I wanted dreads? If I can't grow them. Women, women can go from... Women have... Listen, double standard for a reason. Women can add extensions to their hair and do all things. Men look crazy when they add extensions to their hair. You know that dude A1 from uh, Love and Hip Hop? did that. He's wild for that. That's why his music career declined. <laughs> Fucking... He, he just, how you go from... He went from, he went from a... a a fucking low, low, low uh, flat top to dreads, bro. That and and niggas see niggas letting shit like that rock, bro. But like to each his own. I'm just not condoning that shit, bro. Like you just take someone else's dread and dreads and add them to your hair. Like like that's what we're doing now. That's that's what we're doing to make it. That's how we're that's how we're succeeding. In. Nah, bro. If you can't, if it's not natural, I don't want it. Like I'm mad at LeBron or Tory Lanez for doing PR. That shit looks trash. His shit don't look good. His shit look patchy. The mother's shit look like LeBron shit. LeBron shit don't look good. LeBron shit look good for one game of the year. The opening day. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the season, his Tory, shit missing. Tory Lane's a little patchy. That shit is not coming back. You got a line on the front of your head, but the rest of that shit ain't right, bro. It's a little patchy. Rock the baldy, bro. They made hats for a reason. Look at LL Cool J. Did nobody? Did he, did he have nobody, a good body? No one ever knew. Did Tory Lane have no. a good body? He got a no. He got a big ass head, so he don't got a good ball. So he gotta get hair. He gotta. He don't gotta get hair. You gotta get hats, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. It's so many different type of hats, nigga. You could get the Tuskegee joint like but mellow. He's young. He's too young. To so get what, nigga? I knew a nigga in high school that was losing his hair, bro. Who was losing hair in high school? It was school? somebody who was going bald, nigga. Fat white dude that I didn't know. I was like, damn, he's losing this shit already. <laughs> the fuck? It's too. You can't be. He is twenty five. Tory Lanez is young. He can't be no older than twenty nine. Well, guess God, God, God puts a big burp. God doesn't put more on you than you can handle. <laughs> you can handle going bald, bro. You, you're, you're under thirty, you going bald. It sucks. Okay, but it's your genetics, my G. Okay, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Don't go out like no sucker. Just grew, bought some dreads. You just bought some dreads. Get the fuck out of here, bro. I'm well, not. Well, Tor- that's Fatty Wap. Tory Lanez, he put. He said it's his blood. 
Then it's from it? one part of his body to his head. Yes, and it's supposed so to revitalize. So it's not. It's him. not. It's not. That's what it's you. Not it's his all hair. the money LeBron got. You don't think that he's tried all this shit? His shit don't look right. This is what it is, bro. It's, he's Patch Adams. Like it's over, bro. Just let this shit go. You look. You look wild, bro. I don't think LeBron. You look wild. You look I like don't think LeBron's you, trying to body. You look so like an old nigga trying to dress young. You look wild because you know why I think LeBron. This is my theory. You know why LeBron hasn't tried the body yet? He did have it for one summer. Because, I don't. What did he do with it? He was worried. I remember the video. I could. I'll show you the video where he had. He the is in the spotlight too much to him to try out something for the summer, right? You can't try something out if you're in the immediate. Every LeBron day. rocked the baldy, bro. No. Yes, he I, did. I don't you don't remember that. that video? He was in the gym and he debuted it, and they thought, and it was after they got. He didn't make the playoffs, or he didn't make the. He got. I think he did the first time Golden State beat them. Nah, he got he got he got to go away. He got to go to another country for a summer. How have you not seen this video, of LeBron? I seen with the he got to go to another country. That's the only way LeBron can really test out his body to see if he like it. He's tested it, nigga. I, did it look bad? You never seen this video? <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. He could do that. He looked fine. Pause. He looked like a cancer patient. Nigga, you're bald. It's like two bald. He need to go up one. LeBron's showing off his bald head. But like he, you know, listen, when you had, when you were 100 million, when you were over 100 million dollars and you still can't get a hairline, that's God telling you something. He gonna, because he started off with the head. Oh, you gonna look like, you gonna look like Stanley from The Office. You see that rug that nigga got on his head? Mm. Stanley Rugg is trash. He don't even got that bitch glued down, I know. That shit probably clip onto his side. You know what? LeBron should... Uh, if we're talking about LeBron specifically, he needs to do like a, a half. I'm not, I'm not doing a deep he dive He needs to go to Kobe. He needs to go Kobe. A half. Not a lot, but just enough to know that you still Listen, that man's going to do what he wants. He's a great basketball player with a trash hairline. It's okay. Sacrifice, man. Jordan sacrificed his hairline to be great. LeBron could do it too. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of old school niggas bring it, trying to bring the hair back. I mean, you see uh, Karan Butler. Karan oh, Butler is sick for that. And how's <laughs> no Paul Pierce is that's his real hair. That's his nigga's his real hair. That's his real hair. That's his real hair. That's his, he because his shit nappy as hell. But Karan Butler was sick for that. <laughs> what he did? You seen uh, that's sick. What's what's the nigga that's on Fox Sports? That's sick. The fat fat nigga. Uh, I think, that's it. I think that's I think that's I think that's his hair too though. No, that's not his hair. I think it is. He was bald. He had the low joint. I think he could grow it. Like they always thought Rick Ross was bald. Rick Ross just kept his shit low. I think he got a little PRPS in it. Or whatever it's called. PRPR. Whatever it's called. PPR. Yeah. All I know is you look wild when you come out of nowhere with a rug. You're saying you're saying Butler couldn't. You seen that video of Karan Butler? Have you seen that shit? I've seen it. I've seen it. That's not him. That's not him. Yeah, you don't got no blood. It's like a bitch with a big. It's like a bitch with a fat ass and no thighs. That's what this shit look like. Bitch, the shit ain't proportion. The shit ain't proportion. The hair not proportion. Get the fuck out of here, dog. I'm not doing this shit. Even I could tolerate the paint a little bit because you're just kind of filling in some spots. But to have a whole rug on you, I'm sorry, bro. Get that shit out of here, man. What do you? What are you suggesting? Bold. The fuck is simple, Chris. Shave your head. But if or you do the Larry hair, David. Or do the Larry David. What do you mean if you want it? But you want hair. <laughs> but you you can't have everything you want. Nigga, I want Lori Harvey. But I got money. I got money. 
and I want hair. So what do you suggest? <laughs> You're going to be clown. They're going to clown you behind your back. What the fuck. Get, go get your hair. Go get it. I ain't, nobody stopping, ain't nobody stopping you. I'm glad that God and my mother has blessed me with good hair jeans. Listen, Chris, you, you can get out of here. Who who was who was holding on for a long time and just started losing their hair randomly? Um, fuck. I can't think of one now. I'm just saying. Listen, it's not, listen. Hair. Don't. Let's not be so vain. How about that? I'm not let's being just, vain. Let's I'm, step- just, I'm asking what what a nigga should do if he was still. I, I, he just automatically go bald. Listen. Just go bald. Okay. I nigga, nigga. So you're asking what should a person do if they want hair but they're losing their hair? <laughs> My recommendation is you should use finasteride. You try to pop the pills. Because you told us. I thought about last taking, episode. What I'd say. You said if you would ask advice to ask you because I, you I, have okay, advice. you're right because I know exactly what to tell you. All right, so tell us what what a, a nigga that is losing his hair is supposed to do. Hmm. What is a nigga losing hair supposed to do? All right, so what's the scenario of you? Your bald? You know, it's it's, it's thinning right here. You, you, th- you, you can see it. It's thin. You got, you got the little. So what I recommend? You got the little. Oh, I'll tell teapot. you. Teapot. You got the teapot. It's cool. You get a you get you, you get a clipper. You get the hair clippers, right? Okay. You put it on the lowest setting, <laughs> and you run it across your scalp. Okay. Until it's a little stubble. Okay. And you can leave the little the low low low. Look, look at this guy right here. You know what I'm saying you can leave the low spots. And you might, it might not, it might be, and just go low, and, and then leave it like that. And then if you really want to get funky, you take a razor and you shave that shit off. You see, you know, like uh, Floyd Mayweather, get that razor, get that nice clean joint, shine it up, and then get you a fedora, put that shit on top of your head, and then keep it moving. So you're a hat gang for the rest of your life. Hat gang. Don't hat fish. Every once in a while, take that hat off and let your head get some air, but... It's not worth it, bro. It's not worth it, man. You look crazy. You look crazy. You look crazy. You look crazy. The fuck? You see you see Khloe Kardashian's ass? You wanna look like that? On top of your head? No. Alright. Let it go. Eat. Literally. Let it go. So I can't get no real game. No! You try you just listen. It does I heard that's help people. Finesse the ride or whatever, the pills that supposed to help. Keep the hair follicles you have. Yes. You can take that. Start with that. But you manufacturing some fake shit on top of your head looks real. Look at this guy. Well, not this guy. I'm telling you, bro. It's not worth it, bro. Just call it quits, bro. What if you don't got a good baldy, though? Hats. Didn't I just say? Get a fedora. But you can't get in the club Look at Neo. Hat. Look at Neo. No, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You got to pay an extra dub. You can't get in yes, the club Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Pay an extra dub. For $40, get a <laughs> Pay an extra dub. What are you talking about? They say, yo, hats is an extra 15. Pay that. <laughs> for just to get I did that bitches? shit for your birthday. I paid extra to get my just hat to get in. Off the Listen, Brad, you want to be confident? Do you want to be confident? Do you not want to look crazy? Get you a hat. A hat is sweaty. Listen. <laughs> okay, you, th- you don't think that wig? Get- you don't think he's sweaty under that wig? Fuck out of here, dog. It's better than getting a, uh, the, the, your... Um, Chris, are you advocating for these, these hair than, pieces? Is this what you're doing? It's better than the, the jing sweating on you. Listen, I do not recommend that jing. I don't, I'd rather you get the hair piece in the jing. So, you, listen, this is my last... This is my... <laughs> how do they say on Thinking Out Loud? Uh, my all in all. My all in all is, if you're losing your hair and you want to do it gracefully... I'm saying you're tired of niggas all up in the video. <laughs> all up on the song. Wow. Come to the bald side. Shave your head off. 
and be a bald-headed nigga no matter what your dome piece look like. You could have the Neo head. Yeah. Neo head is... I looked at recent pictures of her. His head uh, is... Of him. Hey, that boy looks crazy. The Neo head. You see, see that nigga with the brimless snapback? <laughs> that nigga had a... Oh, brimless snapback. Sir. That nigga's always been sick. Ever since I feel like... Ever since he had the, the, the lip piercing... Ever since... That one? He had the one with his, his feet up? <laughs> what picture when he had his feet up? He's lucky that he could sing. Let me just say that. He looked... And I, I realized, like... I, they try to get a lot of our R.B. Kings out of here early in that little massage... Um, that, Let me just that say that ambiguity, that gay, that uh, that uh, I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. that, like that uh, that what are they called? Metro, not Metro, 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 that metrosexual, yeah, and also that uh, uh, fuck, it's like what Prince was, androgynous, yes, that androgynous, like shit. they had my man, they had my man Neo with his legs up with a piercing right in between. Niggas trying to be that andro- nigga niggas, looks sick. Niggas trying to be androgynous. Talking about around. I'm so sick of love listen. Songs. If you a fish, be a fish. But <laughs> if it's like you trying to play with the lines, but you look crazy. I'm sorry. Listen, it, you see, you saw what they did for B2K. Them niggas was sitting on top of each other. They were very androgynous. They also listen. Let's not go there. Why are you going into this? Shit? But you know what they happened in B2K. <laughs> listen, I was not in that room, and I don't know what happened to nobody. I, what I do know is that you look crazy when you hold on to things that they're not holding on to you. When you're in a relationship, yeah. you're in a relationship and someone's trying to break up with you, but you try to stay with them. You know how crazy you look, I trying did. to hold on to something that's literally trying to rip so itself away from you. So was I recommend that you shave your nigga so sick of haircuts, bro. And listen, low maintenance, bro. Low maintenance. Um. But salute to the kings. My original point was salute to the kings that are looking in the camera as they're getting their new weave put Yes, and then you want to talk, talk about androgynous <laughs> niggas. <laughs> salute to the queens that get their new weave put in, too. You know, somebody got to get money off you. You might as well get money yourself. Saying, Be proud of your new weave, baby. Be proud of your new weave, king. Um, so we'll be right back. And we're going to talk a little bit more about our uh, kings and queens. I used to think about immature things. You know, like, do you love me? Do you want me? Are you going to call me like you said you would? Is this really your real phone number? But you know, I'm a man now, baby, a grown man. And I came a long way. <laughs> and experience taught me one thing. Taught me to hold on to my love. Sometimes I just can't help thinking living without you, baby. See, sometimes. And we're back. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, so this episode, this week, we're gonna talk about really just uh, you know 
we talked earlier last week about everybody can get these jokes, right? And um, as we progress as a podcast, as a individual, as an adult, we realize, yeah, yes, everybody can get these jokes, but there is a level of sensitivity that we should have and coof as we hand out these jokes. Is there? And that's the question today is how sensitive is too sensitive? You know what I'm saying? Like people make jokes like, hey, or people get mad at things or they, you know, they uh, feel a, a way about certain things. And um, I think today is a great opportunity to figure out what is that line where it turns from jokes well, I'm to gonna be honest. Being, I, don't, I don't. You're being, you're being mean. You're being rude. You're being insensitive, insensitive of that person. So, as a comedian, Terry, this is a good um, well, so, question for so you. So, I'm gonna say, um, I think what people try to, they people want to um, say a lot of times is don't make fun of things people can't change about themselves they try to use that as a rule but I think that's kind of the funniest thing like being black as shit you can't change that but it's kind of funny when people talk about being black as shit sure. or being short mm. short motherfucker little oompa loompa looking motherfucker like everybody has a threshold for what they can take especially when it comes to jokes mm. and it's different for everyone so it's hard to make a, 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 a it's hard to make a, a rule for like what the line is cause it's different you know what I'm saying we know we remember we just seen that dude that was on Breakfast Club, Flame Monroe. I'm sure he could take a lot of jokes about mm-hmm. his transgender identity and whatever, whatever. But another person, they might get all in their feelings and get sensitive about the shit. So it's case by case basis. But um, I think it's when you start to just drive the knife in too deep. It's okay to cut people because we cut each other up all the time. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, your beard is patchy. Nigga, you're short. Nigga, your your eyes are too close. Like everybody can get these jokes. I don't know, you're looking right at you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not, but hey, what they say, if the shoe fits, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if the shoe fits, nigga, mm-hmm. a hit, yeah. if a hit dog holler. <laughs> like, you're looking at me. But all I'm saying, so, so, since, but when it comes to sensitivity, everybody gets to a point, bro, like, and it really comes about when people have intimate knowledge of you and they can say things that you know. That you might confide in them about, or some shit you might express, like yo, I'm kind of insecure about my motherfucking hairline, dog. And then motherfuckers start clowning you about your hairline. It's gonna feel some type of way because you already told them like that's a soft spot. But it's about everybody's soft spot is different. Like you could talk about like I'm pretty hardened, pause, about my skin color. Like me, me being called dark skin, that 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 that's not gonna make me sensitive but maybe if you start talking about something I'm insecure about I'm saying I'm not gonna just tell people my insecurities on this microphone um I'm saying or like there you go money I might be a little insecure about my money or my bank account I mean you start talking about Nick you broke ass nigga you ain't got this you got that I might start to lash out at some point but I but I do want to encourage when you just talk about sensitivity in general I want to encourage people to not take things personal. Even though people might be be very specific about the ways that they're talking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look at look at it as it's not really an indictment against you. If they're if they're trying to cut you that deep, what does it say about them? 
Like what? What are the try to get into the intention of the person who's talking shit? Mm-hmm. Now, are they just trying to laugh and have a good time, or do you sense that they're actually trying to break you down? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying that's that's all I really think about because people are sensitive. My people, like son, people get under people's skin. People are people who have insecurities. People are people. People don't like to be talked about, bro. No one likes to be talked about. So let's say you're on the we're on the internet, right? Where is and on the internet everybody can get these jokes, right? Especially when people put out their people gossip and the celebrity gossip and things like that. Where is the level where it's like, yo, you don't cross the line now? Like like you said, the line is is varies because we know shit talkers. I feel like the line is if you're not a shit talker. If you don't talk no shit and then you start getting attacked. It seemed like there's a line because they you didn't sign up for that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Michael Blackston, he's a shit talker. So he signs himself up to be to get these jokes because he 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 spits them out. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if there's someone's an innocent bystander, that's when you should kind of leave them out of it. If you can kind of tell they're being passive, like just like in a locker room, when the dude that's just like he's not talking, he just might giggle at something. Because listen, these jokes be flying. When the jokes get to flying, shit gonna that's be funny. What I'm saying, like, but then you you be like, nigga, what the fuck you laughing for? When you get that, like, nah, some gen- something genuinely funny can be said, and then you giggle, and then you become the, the target. Joke, anybody can get these jokes, bro. Anybody. Like, can everyone deserves them. You know what I'm saying, but. Bro, it's it's, it's it's everybody's threshold is fucking different, dog, and it's like it's hard. It's, you're, the question you're asking is very case by case, bro. It's very very case by case. And I would just try to. The only rule that I can say is leave the innocent bystanders alone. But if you step into the arena, you can get flamed. If you if you open your mouth to try to say something about somebody else, you're fair game. Uh-huh. Like don't don't throw no stones. You know what I'm saying? Don't throw no stones, and you live at a glass house. Because nigga, your your shit gonna get, you know what I'm saying? It's bystanders. I I agree with you at that point. It's the bystanders, and I agree with you. Is an innocent bystander worthy of getting jokes though? If you hurt, you, you but see, like if they catch, if you catch a stray, and then you get your feelings about a stray. Like, that's, like, like, if you like, catch a stray, yeah. this wasn't aimed at you, this was aimed in the direction of people like that, and you just happen to be walking by the direction, you can't be, you can't be sensitive about shit like that, bro. You caught a stray. So no how do you, you feel about that on the internet, though? Cause on the internet, it, nigga, you gotta have, it's the fucking internet, bro. People, people, we people made fun of- We talked about the internet a couple of weeks ago. A comedian made, a comedian celebrated Kobe Bryant's death. I don't know if you knew about this. No, I don't. There was a comedian named Arshafir, Shafir, and he, he's- he, he supposedly does this thing anytime someone famous dies where he goes on the internet and he celebrates. He's like, thank God that motherfucker's dead. He wow. Did, yes, he... And it's it's kind of... Ta- it's very tasteless, but it's his weird-ass, dark-ass humor. This He does it. He's done this before. So Kobe Bryant died. He was in Memphis. I don't know if he was... No, he was in Charlotte. You remember Kobe got drafted by the Charlotte yeah. Hornets. He went in front of Charlotte and he said, thank God that motherfucker Kobe Bryant is dead. That rapist did it, and he went on him. He went in on him. Wow. Now that was tasteless. That was no couth. That was no social awareness. He and he and I don't even think he knew the circumstances of the crash yet. I don't think he knew that the daughter was with him and all that shit. But uh that's an example of going too far. Cursing the dead, talking shit about someone who can't defend themselves, going after the helpless. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. 
If you if you have some type of privilege in any type of way, you're gonna get these jokes. But if you just like, so I'm not gonna make fun of a rape victim or a motherfucking a fucking someone with a disability or a learning disability or like that's the that's where the line is. Mm-hmm. The defenseless. That's why I said people that are like not participating, mm-hmm. people that are innocent bystanders to leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Those people and people who can't defend themselves, because then you're being a bully. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but with the jokes, because we've we've seen people go too far and start to hurt. You can see someone breaking someone down, and um, you can see that they're actually. They're believing all the shit that people say about them. Yeah. I don't believe in breaking people down, but I do believe in joking and have a good time. Like, you know, and the sensitivity you have to check it at the, especially when you get on the internet. Check just like you said on the last podcast. You might have to sign up and be like, if you're 18 year old, da, da, da. if you log on the internet, you got you got to sign a waiver. Like, shit, I will not get in my feelings because motherfuckers will say the foulest shit about you. The foulest. I think that's very important. Just at least, at least on the internet. You gotta know that people will say whatever, whatever the wildest shit to you, and at the end of the day, they might say it to you, but they won't. And if you remember that they won't say it to you in your face, most people won't. Most people won't. If the internet is 100 people, 95% of people, of those people, will not say that to your face. Yes. They're hiding behind something. If you, and and then when you realize that, I think it will help kind of help your sensitivity to the shit. Yes. You would you want I don't I don't want to imagine I think it will it will help me and I imagine it will help other people understanding that these are words from people who are low key cowards. Yeah, they're not gonna pull up on you. They're not gonna pull up on you. They would never say that shit in front of them because they know that there's a risk of getting punched in the face. Everybody know that that when that time people was getting snapped on and they got mad and started fighting. Like nigga, you, you they ain't gonna make fun of that nigga no more because he he'll beat your ass. You know what I'm saying? So the internet is a safe place for the jokes. It's, no, it's not a safe place for the jokes. It's a free for all. Just for all time, bro. But I don't listen. So, what I try to do is not get caught in the crossfire. So like, like, cause your ass could get caught in the crossfire so let me ask you, and Terry, get flamed the fuck up. I feel like Terry because of you, uh, as you are a comedian and you're growing, you're growing to this comedic space and you're doing. Um, you know, stand up and things like that, and you're writing jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, in your joke writing process, are you thinking about? I definitely do. I definitely do. Especially with the Me Too era or saying things. Because like, I don't want to make fun. Like I think about, I think about the things that would hurt my feelings, and I try not. And I don't want. I don't go up there trying to hurt people's feelings, women's feelings, or men's feelings, or mm-hmm. or people with. <laughs> Bald people, like I don't want you to feel bad for being bald. I don't want you to feel bad for being a woman and feel like you're helpless in any type of way. And I'm very conscious of like the things I make fun of, even on Twitter. Like I don't, I try not to attack things. I said it. I try not to attack defenseless people. I try not to attack vulnerable people or people who are who are not gonna punch back. I'm not into that. I'm not into punch. They call I guess punching down. I'm trying to punch up. At people who I know can take it and probably deserve a little jab because they need to be humbled a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely conscious of me writing stuff that I don't want to talk about people too badly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not with that, bro. I'm not with hurting people's feelings. I'm really not. Okay. So in your writing process, do you stray away from different topics? Or different mm. communities, but see, no, but so I think that's where the art comes in. Like talking about certain topics is a challenge. Like making like I think there is the a genius. circumstance. I think that's the that's where it becomes genius. Making 
a joke about rape. There are there, I've heard jokes about rape that were funny. What about joke? As crazy as that sounds, yeah. I've heard a rape joke. Someone tell a joke about a rape, and I was like, "That's fucked up," but that's fucking funny. And because it's truth. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like it's truth. There's and I I can't. I'm not gonna sit here and try to retell the joke because then it it it, it takes a lot of nuance and art to get that type of joke right. But I've seen it done. I've seen jokes about people being orphans and fucking like. Their their parents being alcoholics and shit like this shit can there's there's always humor in the darkest shit. Okay. Yeah. But it's about especially when you go up on a stage and you're maybe not speaking about yourself but you're speaking about someone else's experience that you want to make sure that shit is fucking funny and that you're not just talking shit about somebody because they were in a fucked up situation. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not like we can go back to the hair. I don't want to just talk about bald motherfuckers. Like y'all bald motherfuckers is worthless. Yeah. You look in the mirror, you got damn, it's it's probably crazy looking having six foreheads, ain't it? You know what I'm mm. saying? Or 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 a woman with a, 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 a fat like fat people. I don't like to make jokes about fat people. Because it's right. like because because it's it's kinda hacky, it's kinda cliche to just say, damn, fat motherfucker can't even tie their shoes, man. They fucking turned they turned around. They did one spin and it was winter. They did another spin and it was summer. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. <laughs> because I feel like it's 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 low hanging fruit. Like mm-hmm. it's like you're 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 fighting at something that that maybe that, that a lot of trauma is attached to. Sometimes mm-hmm. people people struggle with weight their whole life. They eat because of shame. They eat because of tra- they eat because of a lot of things. So it's like why would I make fun of that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When but there are funny fat jokes. There's mm-hmm. there's funny jokes about fat people that are actually funny, especially when people are greedy or like gluttonous, like this. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I try to look at it. Because there's definitely funny things about it, but I don't want to do it in a way that everyone else could do it, or a way that anyone else could do it. Just talking, just talking shit about people, man. Mm. You fat, man. You fat ass. What was it like? You fat head ass boy. You probably had like seventeen cheeseburgers a day. Like instead of like, so you trying to you look for more of the joke instead of the joan. Yeah, the joan. I'm not trying to joan on nobody because joaning. I'm trying to look for the joke. Yeah, I'm not trying to just cut you down and make you mm-hmm. feel bad about yourself. I want you to laugh at yourself too. Be like, damn, ha ha ha. That's me. That is me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To to get to the truth of it and not just try to be mean. Because mm-hmm. that's all Jonah was really was. It was protect. We were protecting ourselves from our feelings getting hurt by hurting your feelings. Right. As much as you hurt my feelings. Right. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to sensitivity shit, the Jonah was. Oh, this motherfucker's trying to make fun of me and make me feel like I'm. On the outside, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna put you on the outside too. You think you fly, nigga, bro? You're wearing you're wearing your brother's shoes. I already know them dirty ass shoelaces, bro. Mm-hmm. And da, 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 da. I, I seen you trying. I seen you staring at my lunch tray the other day. You broke ass. Da, da, da. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We did that because we were trying to make the playing field even. You're mm-hmm. not about to just make fun of me. You about to get it too. We about mm-hmm. to give it to each other. Pause. We about to give it to each other so that we're on the same playing field. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I'm poor, but you ugly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm short, but your ass, but your ass run like your, but your ass run like a motherfucking run like Forrest Gump. You know yeah. what I'm saying? To balance it all out. Yeah. Interesting. But like my, I think uh, not Maya, but like uh, like uh, Monica said, don't take it personal. I like I having this conversation. Like I listen to a lot of com- comedians, and especially the ones that like to be. I guess you say taboo mm-hmm. and this, this age, Dave Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? Like it's interesting to see their think their thought process and trying to navigate between 
It's it's sensitivity. People are very sensitive now. Like if you look at, of course, the greatest comedic uh, comedic geniuses came up when niggas weren't as sensitive, right? They could take a joke. You know what I'm saying? But now people can't take jokes yeah, now. So and now and now as you as comedians navigate now, how they continue to continue to find the funny yeah. and still be in that, that I think space. I, so you talked about the line before. It's about knowing the line and then dancing right in front of it. Mm-hmm. And not crossing it. You know what I'm saying? It's about that instead of calling someone instead of instead of being disrespectful and saying you fucking black bitch. Mm-hmm. As a diss, be like you. See now that's see that's tough. Uh, <laughs> instead of doing that, you want to like say, oh well. Instead of instead of going at your appearance, I'm gonna go at your your intellect, or I'm gonna go at your decision making. Okay. You know what I'm saying instead of going at, oh, you're a black, you're a black poor person. I'm gonna go at, oh no, you're just a stupid fucking person. I ain't got nothing to do with you being poor. You got to do with you just not wanting to learn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or being lazy. Mm-hmm. That's fun. That's funnier than going after somebody because they grew up in a place. You know what I'm saying? Like the things you, like I said, the things you can't change. That sometimes that's where the sensitivity gets hurt because motherfuckers will get tore down. Because everyone, because motherfuckers can get tore down. Because mm-hmm. like, bro, you're like, yo, you they look at them like, yo, I really can't do nothing about my skin. Yeah, I really can't do nothing about my height. I really can't do nothing about my eyebrows or my eyes. I'd like, if I tried to, I could fucking end up looking like Black China. No, to see now, that see now, was that funny or was that mean? <laughs> I thought it was funny. Cause Black China look crazy, don't yes. you? But you might, if you're a fan of Black China, or you, if you are Black China, you might think it's mean. Yep. So it's it's about the line because, but feelings are gonna get hurt. But that's part of like feelings get hurt, bro. Mm. Feelings get hurt, like yeah, man. You can't protect everybody. You can't protect. You feelings. can't. Like I said, niggas gonna get hit by strays, bro. You gonna get hit by something that wasn't aimed for you, but it hit you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's that's the that's the art of the that's the art of the that's just what that's, that's what jokes, life. That's what jokes are. Yeah, you got to turn the we turn the bad things into things we laugh about. Interesting. And you know, you got a good point. You got a great point. And um, the the point I'm trying to get to for this conversation is that like, you know, you guys, you and Dot talked about it earlier in, in our episodes about everybody can get these jokes like once you realize it's just jokes even if the jokes are mean mm-hmm. the joke is supposed to create a laugh or create awareness of things right so once you realize that look they didn't wish death on you they didn't wish you know they didn't wish you to go to jail they didn't wish you know somebody to come hurt you Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't like the joke, mm-hmm. you sh- should be able to be like, um, I'll keep moving. Yes. Because at the end of the day, I think if somebody said a bad, somebody said something about me, it was supposed to be a joke, I think it even it, it hurts worse if I'm like, look, that shit wasn't even funny. Mm-hmm. Like, not even a malicious like sense of like, I'm, I'm sad, but like, look. I see you trying to put a joke. Yeah, I see you trying. Yeah, you trying to hurt my feeling, but that didn't work. Like I would, la- I would laugh at a joke that was funny, but if your joke was corny, I think that would hurt the person that told yes. that. See, and that's the because if you can make some like I always think about the transgender joke that Dave Chappelle talked about, like they're all in the car. That was a funny to, joke. He if if he got someone trans to kind of see his point of view and laugh at themselves, 
that was that's what makes it funny. And if you're just and there are people that are just uber sensitive and they can't they will never be able to take a joke. Yeah. We'll we'll sacrifice we'll we'll make them we'll piss them off. We'll of make the, them mad. One of the I think it was Flame Monroe, one of the things she said was like jokes you we wanna be inclusive of everything. Mm-hmm. But we can't take jokes. Jokes are the one thing that is exclusive for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the one thing that makes us a part of a community or a part of everybody is that we can joke on each other. Laughter and talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Yes. If you can That's what makes you part of that's why we say these jokes for everybody. Because that's what makes you one of us. If we can't make fun of you, then it's like damn, like we just gotta walk on eggshells around you. Yes. And we don't wanna be around people we can't make fun of. Like or and I don't and I don't wanna be around somebody that's just always being nice to me. So I'm like I'm I'm looking at you sideways like damn, like you're too fucking nice. Like make fun of me a little bit. You know yeah, I mean? where you're too fucking soft. Like if I can't argue with you or if I can't joke on you, I don't wanna be around you. You're too sensitive. You're too sen- like that's 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 when like I said, walking on eggshells, just too much. That's too much. I think we I think we uncovered it. Yeah, man. Sens- sensitivity is real. And but there is a thing there is such thing as being too sensitive, especially with this like like I don't know why people and people like to pick and choose what they want to be mad about. Like you can't pick and choose, but like you you can't on one hand be making jokes and then can't take a joke. That's what that's what that's what that's what I don't like to see. The motherfuckers throw motherfucker throw a stone and hide their hand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not with like you can't do it both. If you're not gonna be in it, don't be in it. Facts. Sit, shut the fuck up. But don't don't try to jump in and then try to get out. Like no, I'm, I wasn't no. And we no, don't don't do that shit. Mm-hmm. Grow some. T- but listen, you ain't. Gonna, I always say this too. Only the strong survive. So if a little joke takes you out, then motherfucker, shit hit. You might as well just quit life, bro. You wasn't built for that. Life life is rude, bro. Life is rude. You might as well just quit life, bro. That's all I got to say. You got any all in alls, Terry? Uh, no, I think I pretty much said everything I feel. Mm. All right, man. Listen, um, if you listen to Mazda Talks, we're not sensitive. And we like, we, we give everybody the jokes, but we take the jokes ourselves. And we take criticism well as well, I think, our, as a three grown individuals. So... If you want to get the real, you got to go through the rough. Uh-huh. If you get what I'm saying, throw a bar. You know what I'm saying? So, um, just keep it real all the times and you don't have to worry about being sensitive. Because a real person is going to know your boundaries of your sensitivity and where you respect yourself of anytime someone says anything or, you know, how you feel about things. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, I respect Terry. I respect Dot. I respect my my niggas. You know what I'm saying? And I know the the, the boundaries that either should not or should be crossed. Mm-hmm. And we'll get there when we get there. So that's it. That's all I have to say. So we'll be right back to big up another black entrepreneur. We'll be right back. And we're back. Um, so this week's person of the week who I'm going to give flowers to is, uh, our personal lawyer at mm. Mazda Talks, 
that she doesn't she does but does not know but she's on retainer um and we're not paying her for you <laughs> but you know the money coming the money will come she's got to stay down so i want to give a shout out to uh selena motley uh aka on ig oh my lena or underscore la kryptonite on twitter uh, she is a VCU graduate, a Howard Law graduate, and she is a lawyer in three different states. So VA, New York, and Maryland. Ooh. So she is certified to handle our, you know, our corporate cases as we grow. And she will look over our law abiding things that we didn't take care of. But I just want to salute to her as being a lawyer because we don't have a lot of black lawyers uh, that I know personally, but in general, it's good to know black people that are getting into law because um, the law is one thing that can either help or hurt you. It can either, you know, somebody can read the law and understand the law and interpret the law that can either, either for your taxes or either for your, you know, just in general and entertainment and things like that. It's important to know the law and use the law to help you out. So, so I want to shout out to her for going through law school, continuing to elevate through all the and the the financial, the the <laughs> the law things that the law things that hurt. That can, can I say the, the, can the, I deter black people from being lawyers? So shout out to Selena. Just Go ahead. going through all the law things. <laughs> Like passing the bar, yeah. Studying for exams, learning, yeah. yes. clerking, doing the work, yes. putting in the hours. You know what I'm saying? It takes to become a lawyer. All right. Shout out to you, Selena. You're you're an amazing young lady, and we we applaud you for your work and all the great things you're going to continue to do. You're an inspiration to the Models Talks podcast, and we are giving your flowers, and you can smell them. So and if anybody wants to look for a lawyer or wants somebody on retainer, like we have her on retainer. That's the one. Yes. And your bag should go up eventually. Oh, yeah. We, you know what I'm saying? We're we going to send uh, a lot of cases to you. You know what I'm saying? If you're on defense or whatever you're doing. I think she actually works for the, the some defense. some some In some form. No, she works for the state. She works for the state. She works for the state. Any of our drug dealer friends? Nah, she can't help you. Oh, no, she sorry. can't help you. Sorry. Right. But, uh... Thank you, Chris, for that. And um, we're going to move on to the spiritual segment today. We're going to keep it short and sweet as always. And um, I have, uh, I think I'm going to start a little series because um, I have a number of going to, going to the good book, my sword, the Bible. Um, it's a couple lessons that um, I got out of the Bible. And it's all about, um, it's kind of about being a perfect man. Um, we kind of have this. We kind of have saying like nobody's perfect, nobody's perfect. But there are a lot of Bible. There's a lot of verses in the Bible that speak about perfection in ways that we can be perfect in in the eyes of God and just be perfect as as humans and stuff. And I kind of want to highlight some of them. Um, I actually got one today. It's from James three, um, and it's verses one and two, and um, it goes a little something like this: Not many of you should become teachers. My fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. 
I want to read verse 2 again because I think that's the verse I want to kind of focus on. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. Now, this is a Bible verse, and it says that you can be perfect if you're never in fault at what you say. So it's basically about if you do what you say you're going to do, you can be, you're perfect in the eyes of God in that way. If you're not selling dreams, you're not lying about your intentions, and you're actually being a person of your word, in God's eyes, you're perfect in that way. And it's, it's a way to keep yourself in check. It says keep your whole body in check in the Bible verse. But um, I, I do kind of want us to continue to strive for perfection. And one of the ways that we can be perfect, quote unquote, is um, to be about what we say. To be people of our words, to so that our words our words carry weight, and that we become reputable people. Like so, when you say something, people know that you stand on and you mean it, and um, that's really that's very important just for your reputation. That's very important for your relationships. You want to be a person that can be account can be counted on, and I know I definitely want to be a person to be counted on. I don't want people to hear me speak and be like, oh, that's just like the kids say nowadays. That's just cap, mm-hmm. or you welling. You know what I'm saying? I want people to know that I want to speak and my words hold weight and I want to be perfect in that way. I want I want to be able to check myself and I want to be able to, you know what I'm saying? I just want that I just want to be that type of person. Right. So um like I said, we all stumble and um but if you but if you can be if you could uh not have any fault in your words and do what you say, you can be some semblance of perfect. And that's all I got. Thank you, Terry, for the spiritual moment of the week continue continue to get us to another week uh the word and if it's i'm not gonna say the word of god because depending on what you listen to it could be the word of Allah. yeah but like the I, word i like I'm, the bible like for, take the bible for as good as bad i think it does have good lessons in it you yes, know yes and that's um, why i said the word yeah the word and there's uh, there's many holy books that have good lessons in it, but i that's the one I came up with, so it's probably it's probably my first uh, my first step, my mm. first the first thing I go to. So like I just I go get some lessons out of there and give it to the people. Thank you for giving us another word, man. So um, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Model Talks, a safe place for keeping it player, where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. I want to say uh, again, show us love as we go through this recording and just. Uh, the sound issue is it's, it's probably as I listen to it, it's not that bad. So to be honest, it's, it's cool. Um, but I want to say thank you. Uh, continue to follow us on Twitter and and on Instagram at Model Talks. Um, listen to us on Instagram, uh, Spotify, on uh, I, on Apple Playlist, uh, Apple Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, and all the subsidiary podcasts that are attached to it. We're on also on Google uh, Google Podcasts as well, so uh, you can search us there. Our SEO is top notch, so you know. Um, what does that mean? Search engine optimization. That means you can search us. Oh. That means oh. you can search our name on Google and you'll find us. Uh, so search model talks on Google and you'll find us somewhere. Um, and remember, on the path to playerdom, there are two rules to success. Say true to yourself and say true to the code. I'd like to say thank you for listening to another episode of Mother Talks. And we'll see you next week, man. Peace. And we're back. Uh, so this week's person of the week who I'm going to give flowers to is uh, our personal lawyer at mm-hmm. Mother Talks. 
that she doesn't she does but does not know but she's on retainer um and we're not paying her for it yet <laughs> but you know the money coming the money will come she's got to stay down so i want to give a shout out to uh selena motley uh aka on ig oh my lena or underscore la kryptonite on twitter uh, she is a VCU graduate, a Howard Law graduate, and she is a lawyer in three different states. So VA, New York, and Maryland. Ooh. So she is certified to handle our, you know, our corporate cases as we grow. And she will look over our law abiding things that we didn't take care of. But I just want to salute to her as being a lawyer because we don't have a lot of black lawyers uh, that I know personally, but in general, it's good to know black people that are getting into law because um, the law is one thing that can either help or hurt you. It can either, you know, somebody can read the law and understand the law and interpret the law that can either, either for your taxes or either for your, you know, just in general and entertainment and things like that. It's important to know the law and use the law to help you out. So, so I want to shout out to her for going through law school, continuing to elevate through all the and the the financial, the 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 law things that the law things that hurt. That can, can I say the, can the, I deterrent black people from being lawyers? So shout out to Selena. This Go ahead. going through all the law things. <laughs> Like passing the bar, yeah. Studying for exams, learning, yeah. yes. clerking, doing the work, yes. putting in the hours. You know what I'm saying? It takes to become a lawyer. All right. Shout out to you, Selena. You're you're an amazing young lady, and we we applaud you for your work and all the great things you're going to continue to do. You're an inspiration to the Miles Talks podcast, and we are giving your flowers, and you can smell them. So and if anybody wants to look for a lawyer or wants somebody on retainer, like we have her on retainer. That's the one. Yes. And your bag should go up eventually. Oh, yeah. We, you know what I'm saying? We're we going to send uh, a lot of cases to you. You know what I'm saying? If you're on defense or whatever you're doing. I think she actually works for the, the some defense. some some In some form. No, she works for the state. She works for the state. She works for the state. Any of our drug dealer friends? Nah, she can't help you. Oh, no, sorry. Can't help you. Sorry. Right. But, uh... Thank you, Chris, for that. And um, we're going to move on to the spiritual segment today. We're going to keep it short and sweet as always. And um, I have, uh, I think I'm going to start a little series because um, I have a number of going to going to the good book, my sword, the Bible. Um, it's a couple lessons that um, I got out of the Bible. And it's all about, um, it's kind of about being a perfect man. Um, we kind of have this. We kind of have sayings like nobody's perfect, nobody's perfect. But there are a lot of Bible. There's a lot of verses in the Bible that speak about perfection in ways that him, we can be perfect in in the eyes of God and just be perfect as as humans and stuff. And I kind of want to highlight some of them. Um, I actually got one today. It's from James three, um, and it's verses one and two, and um, it goes a little something like this: Not many of you should become teachers. My fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. 
I want to read verse 2 again because I think that's the verse I want to kind of focus on. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. Now, this is a Bible verse, and it says that you can be perfect if you're never in fault at what you say. So it's basically about if you do what you say you're going to do, you can be, you're perfect in the eyes of God in that way. If you're not selling dreams, you're not lying about your intentions, and you're actually being a person of your word, in God's eyes, you're perfect in that way. And it's, it's a way to keep yourself in check. It says keep your whole body in check in the Bible verse. But um, I, I do kind of want us to continue to strive for perfection. And one of the ways that we can be perfect, quote unquote, is um, to be about what we say. To be people of our words, to so that our words our words carry weight, and that we become reputable people. Like so, when you say something, people know that you stand on and you mean it, and um, that's very that's very important just for your reputation. That's very important for your relationships. You want to be a person that can be account can be counted on, and I know I definitely want to be a person to be counted on. I don't want people to hear me speak and be like, oh, that's just like the kids say nowadays. That's just cap, mm-hmm. or you welling. You know what I'm saying? I want people to know that I want to speak and my words hold weight and I want to be perfect in that way. I want I want to be able to check myself and I want to be able to, you know what I'm saying? I just want that I just want to be that type of person. Right. So um like I said, we all stumble and um but if you but if you can be if you could uh not have any fault in your words and do what you say, then you can be some semblance of perfect. And that's all I got. Thank you, Terry, for the spiritual moment of the week continue continue to get us to another week uh the word and if it's i'm not gonna say the word of god because depending on what you listen to it could be the word of allah yeah but like the I, word i like I, the bible like for take the bible for as good as bad i think it does have good lessons in it you know yes and that's um, why i said the word yeah the word and there's uh, there's many holy books that have good lessons in it, but i that's the one I came up with, so it's probably it's probably my first uh, my first step, my mm-hmm. first the first thing I go to. So like I just I go get some lessons out of there and give it to the people. Thank you for giving us another word, man. So um, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Mala Talks, a safe place for keeping it player, where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. I want to say uh, again, show us love as we go through this recording and just. Uh, the sound issue is, is, is probably as I listen to it, it's not that bad. So to be honest, it's, it's cool. Um, but I want to say thank you. Uh, continue to follow us on Twitter and and on Instagram at Model Talks. Um, listen to us on Instagram, uh, Spotify, on uh, I, on Apple Playlist, uh, Apple Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, and all the subsidiary podcasts that are attached to it. We're on also on Google uh, Google Podcasts as well, so uh, you can search us there. Our SEO is top notch, so you know. Um, what does that mean? Search engine optimization. That means you can search us. Oh. That means oh. you can search our name on Google and you'll find us. Uh, so search model talks on Google and you'll find us somewhere. Um, and remember, on the path to playerdom, there are two rules to success: stay true to yourself and stay true to the code. I like to say thank you for listening to another episode of Mother Talks. And we'll see you next week, man. Peace.